welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hart Unger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. Today's episode is going to be all about Hobonichi, which is something I'm surprised I haven't devoted an entire episode to before. I know I've talked a lot about my own planning systems with Hobonichi, but I always get questions about the upsides and downsides, as well as where to buy. Now, I am freshly excited about Hobonichi after taking a little bit of a hiatus from using their products. I think this is because they had a very successful kind of lead up to their launch this year. They always do a month-long introduction to what their new covers and products are going to look like. And at the beginning, uh, this was at the beginning of August, I wasn't that excited. But as they continue to release more, and then as this culminated in an hour-long Q&A where they walked through their store in Japan and actually showed all the covers, I felt personally connected to the brand in a way that I haven't for a really, really long time. And I'm just so excited to jump in and use their products again. I think there's also a nostalgic element as we've all gone through what may amount to trauma or maybe less than that over the last couple of years, you know, you find yourself craving the things that you loved in the past or things that make you reminisce about maybe more simple times, perhaps. I don't know if it's that deep, but I've just felt myself very, very drawn to their products again. And so I wanted to share a little bit about them as well as why you might want to check them out this year as well if you haven't so far. So first, I will go into a little bit of my personal history with the brand. I bought my first Hobonichi Techo Cousin, and I will review in detail what all of their books are, but I bought it in 2014, their spring edition. They actually have an edition that comes out in January, like a typical 12-month planner. And because of some Japanese traditions, there's also a spring edition that starts in April and ends at the end of March. I think I had started another planner, but then read about the amazing planner that contains daily, weekly, and monthly pages on a website that I don't think is really active anymore called Plannerisms. But when I read that review in 2014, I was just awestruck that you could have a book that wasn't gigantic, that contained all of those things. And so I dove in and ordered my first Hobonichi Techo Cousin. I then proceeded to use one in 2015, 2016. In 2017, I had a baby and I remember feeling very, my third baby, (laughs) she's now three and a half, obviously. And I remember feeling very overwhelmed about the sheer volume of pages that I felt like I had to fill. And so mid-year, I switched to an Erin Condren because I just didn't want the pressure of having to fill an entire daily page when I was sleep deprived and dealing with this new baby. Actually, as I think about it, that was 2018 because my third Genevieve was born in December of 2017. So it was in December of uh, January of 2018 when I was like, no more, I can't do this. Plus at that time, I had decided to try the smaller Hobonichi, which is A6 size. So it's half the page size of the A5. And it just was kind of a fail for me. So I went to Erin Condren, but then in 2019 and 2020, I went back to Hobonichi. We all know how 2020 turned out, and I think as one of my coping mechanisms, I switched to about 15 different other planners to try to fix my life by using a different planner. Sometimes it helped. Sometimes it didn't. It w- it just was the adventure that it was. And then in 2021, I started off my year 
with a Wonderland 222, which is very similar to Hobonichi, but has a few differences, proceeded to do a lot more planner switching again. Again, I think this is my answer to the uncertainty and all the turmoil and the things are happening. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. But I don't know. I feel like 2022 might be my year that I get back to some stability once again. And I am just very drawn to the Hobonichi lineup to get back to, I guess, some of my planning roots. So the Hobonichi comes in several sizes and forms. The one that I use the most was the A5 size cousin, which is printed in Japanese only. There is no English version. It has monthly layouts for every month. It has a vertical weekly layout for every week. These are really popular on Instagram. You can see tons of differently decorated spreads and people are incredibly creative with how they use these weekly layouts. And then there are daily pages. Again, people use these in really different ways. Some people really use their Hobonichis more for journaling. Other people use it for tracking and planning. I tended to be more towards the latter, although I'm interested in doing more of the former. I currently have a Hobonichi five-year journal, which I bought last year, that I have been filling out almost every day. And that is more of a journaling experience, but it's pretty low pressure since I only have to fill out 20% of each page every day. So I've used my Hobonichi books more as planners, but I can see the appeal of using them as kind of art books, journaling, scrapbooking kind of books as well. Okay, so that's the A5 Cousin, has the monthly, weekly, and daily pages, as well as some like pages that show like each day really small, so you can see each day of the year. There's a space where it says really small top 100. You can write 100 things you'd want to do in a year. It has a number of accessory pages, including a blank page that goes before each month. I'm not going to go through that in detail because I've done that before in a prior episode, and I'm sure I will again when I do a walkthrough of my new one that comes this year. But just know that that's what the A5 contains. And that's typical A5 size, which is around, I think, five and a half by eight and a half inches. Then we have the AVEC series. The A5 and the A6 both come in an option where you can get half the year instead of the full year book. This makes it slimmer and lighter and has the advantage of giving you a fresh start in July, though it has the disadvantage that if you don't carry the whole thing around and it's July 13th and you need to plan things in the latter half of the year, you might not have the book with you. So I can see pluses and minuses to that. But for someone who's really concerned with how heavy their bag is or how big their planner is, they might want to go with the AVEC series. Then we move on to the A6. The A6 is interesting. You can get it in the original, which is in Japanese. You know, the pages are all done with grid lines and the grid lines are quite small. Maybe they're four millimeter or so for both the A5 Cousin, and the A6 Original. And that has to do with how people typically write when they're writing out in Japanese characters. I find this okay. I wish they were a tiny bit bigger. And that's why this year I'm interested in ordering and seeing an original A6, sorry, not an original A6, an English A6. So the A6, again, it comes in a fully Japanese version that was originally present, but it also comes in an English version with all of the words printed in English and a slightly larger grid line size that might be more comfortable for people who write not in Japanese characters. So I'm really interested to give that a try. The original version has daily pages and monthly pages and a few extra bonus pages, like a blank page for each month and that whole little yearly spread, but it does not have any weekly layouts. You can buy a small insert book to do your weekly layouts on, and I did try that in 2018, but it was super tiny, and for me, it was a fail. So I would think of my 
English A6 as perhaps more of a journaling, scrapbooking type of book rather than for hardcore planning, because I really need weekly spreads for that. And this book does not contain them. However, you guys know that lately I've been using a weekly planner, my Erin Condren, as well as a daily planner. So I could imagine using my Erin Condren Life Planner, continuing that on, and then supplementing it with the A6 English Hobonichi to use as my daily. So stay tuned because that is certainly one option. Another part of their lineup is the Weeks series. The Weeks is a smaller, slimmer book. I think it's a little bit less tall than the A5, but it's definitely a lot narrower and thinner. And it's a weekly planner only. It has the days of the week, Monday through Sunday on the left. They each get equal space and they're horizontally written. And then on the right, you get graph paper. The graph paper is kind of that small graph paper that you see in the A5 Cousin or the A6 Original that is meant more for Japanese characters, but Instagram will reveal that many people have made amazing use of these and fit an incredible amount of information on these when they're used in other languages as well. The difference is that the paper is slightly more golden color, or I think they call it a cream, whereas the other books are more of a very close to white, kind of an ivory color. None of them are bright white, and I'm going to get into the paper in a second, but they're all slightly muted, but the Weeks is more yellow than the A6 or the A5. There's also a Weeks Mega. The regular Weeks has, I think, 70 blank pages after all of the weekly spreads, and the Mega has over 200. So for people who want a weekly layout and then lots of pages to either just do bullet journaling or perhaps daily layouts for most days, but not every day, the Weeks Mega could be a great option. I also thought about that person who wrote in and wanted to have more space on the weekends than for the week. And perhaps a week's mega would be a nice way of doing that. They could devote an entire daily page to uh, their Saturday or Sunday and use the rest of the pages for other lists and other things. All right, so that's the weeks and that's our entire Hobonichi lineup. I'm gonna be back and talk more about the covers and the paper and the ups and downsides of the system in just a moment. But here is a message from our sponsor. Organization always gives you time. Brian Tracy said a minute spent planning saves you 10 in execution. You already know this. That is why you follow Sarah and listen to the Best Laid Plans podcast. The Sunday Basket is a natural partner for your planning routine. The Sunday Basket contains and corrals all your ideas, paper notes, to-do lists, and mail safely until you're ready for your weekly planning time. The Sunday Basket system has been proven to save five hours each week once you establish a weekly habit, which usually takes four to six weeks. My name is Lisa Woodruff, and I'm the founder and creator of the Sunday Basket and the 100-Day Home Organization Program. Sarah and I chatted in episode 33, and she's been sharing her organized 365 journey with you here on Best Late Plans. Organize 365 is proud to sponsor the Best Laid Plans podcast. You can find out more about the Sunday Basket on sundaybasket.com or try our free seven-day mini course by going to Organize. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. 
Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com slash plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 365.com slash mini course. All right, we are back. So I mentioned the paper in Hobonichi, and this is something that sets it apart, perhaps in a positive way and then also in a negative way for some. The paper is called Tomo River Paper. And interestingly, rumor has it that this is the last year Hobonichi will actually be able to use this paper for their products because I think the mill has been discontinued. To be honest, I don't know exactly the mechanics or reasoning behind everything, but there's this whole murmuring in the community that this may be the last year of Tomo River paper. To me, that might actually be a good thing. I love the Hobonichi products. I don't always love the paper. I love that it's very thin and keeps the books relatively light. It is impressive that with the thinness that it is, that it doesn't have a lot of show through or bleed through. However, it is quite smudge prone. I basically can only use ballpoint in it being a left-hander and other pens tend to pool a little bit. Like, so for example, the color dot pens, you'll see a little drop of ink that takes forever to dry and it won't cover it evenly. So it kind of has its pluses and minus. 
It's quite smooth. As I mentioned, it's not bright white. I personally love how like mild liners and other highlighters show up on the Hobonichi colored paper. But if you're used to a very bright background, like perhaps like in an Archer and Olive Bullet Journal or something, those pages are pristine white. You'll see that your colors pop in a much more neon way and they look more muted on the Hobonichi pages. So that's the Tomo River paper. People who love and use fountain pens often love this paper and they talk about how wonderful it is to use with fountain pens. That is an arena I have yet to dive into. I am definitely not saying that I never would, but at this point I haven't. So I can't speak to how that works for me. Personally, I imagine that I'd probably smudge my fountain pens all over the place and drive myself crazy. But again, I won't promise that I will never give them a try. So the other interesting thing about Hobonichi is that every year they release a unique set of covers that are really thoughtfully and artfully designed. And there can be a whole kind of group excitement around who's going to get what's cover. And when I say group, this is a group like on Instagram. I wish I had a group of friends in real life that got this excited about Hobonichi covers. I haven't found enough people. But thanks to the internet, I can find them far flung. I am on the Hobonichi Reddit and I find them there as well as on Instagram. And it's just really fun to talk about like which covers you might get or share our collections of covers. Recently, I went back and found all my old covers, which I do keep, and I posted a picture on Instagram, and it just made me so happy that I had collected these items that I had thoughtfully chosen, and they actually hold up really, really well. I'm someone who tends to be very hard on things in general, and I am very impressed at how pristine most of these look after a year of use. The covers come from anything as whimsical as my daughter's Cookie Monster cover last year, which was actually furry and soft, to a plain, very professional-looking black leather cover, which I used in 2016 and 2019. So um, this year, I'll get to what I'm thinking about getting, but there are a number of covers that I am just ogling and very excited about potentially getting. So that's one big part and fun part of Hobonichi culture. The other thing is that you know, with everybody getting excited about the covers, there's a lot of people that share spreads that they've put out on Instagram that share unboxing videos or, you know, stories about it. So there is a little bit of a community aspect. Now that's true of other planners as well. And in fact, other planners sometimes have that curated professionally, like they'll have a group Facebook page of users for, let's say, full focus planner, or I don't know, maybe Kit Life has that as well. So I'm not saying Hobonichi is the only brand that does that. But they've done it in a way where it's kind of formed very naturally by by fans and not necessarily driven by, by the company itself. Not that that's a good or bad thing, but that's just kind of what I've noticed. Now, let's see, how to order. That's a question I get a lot. People get very intimidated by the idea that you're going to be shipping your package from Japan. However, I have ordered every single year since 2014 from the regular Hobonichi website, which is in Japanese, but it's also in English. So if you type into your search engine, Hobonichi Store English 2022, I am sure that will come up with the right shop. It'll be in English and you'll be able to shop just like any other store. The only difference, and I, I apologize for my listeners that are using, that are, have euros or other currencies. Obviously I am in the US, so we use the US dollar, but the sites, uh, prices are all in yen. And I think that's often what throws people off. But if you're a patient, the site will start to make a lot of sense to you. And it's actually really easy to navigate. And there are instructions embedded there. And the yen is about, okay, so if something is like 494 yen, that's usually about 
$4.94, a little bit less than that. So it's like 90% and then divided by 100. <laughs> That's kind of how I do the conversion. So if something's 494 yen, that might actually be like $4.40. And you can always just have a Google window open where you convert the currency if you want to see how much things cost. So it's not as hard to convert. It just looks intimidating on first glance, but I highly suggest you give it a try. Now, when this podcast airs, they will have already opened their shops. Hopefully, most of the covers won't have sold out. It's not typically the type of thing where people stampede their shop in hordes and they run out of everything. There's usually one or two covers each year that are very popular and might sell out, but there's still tons of inventory that lasts. So if you're hearing this and you haven't gone to the shop and you feel like you may have missed out because launch week was like three days ago, no, I'm sure there is plenty left to be had. So you order from the shop if you want to. And the cool thing about ordering from the shop is you will get a bonus from the shop like that only comes exclusively if you order from the shop as well as a pen for the year. I'm really upset because I have lost a lot of my Hobonichi pens. I currently have, there's like a navy blue one for 2021. There was a red one for 2020 and I have a beautiful yellow one from I think 2017 or 2018. I don't have the rest of my pens and I'm really sad uh, because I use them. And I guess when you use them all year, you're going to lose them. But every year has a different color. And this year's pen is a gorgeous mint green. And they're always um, Uniball Jetstream three color pens. And they come filled with the, you know, they're ready to use. And they're just a really, really fun part for me of the ordering experience. And you're not going to get that if you order your planner from somewhere else other than the regular store. Now, the, the weird bonuses that I mentioned, they can be really random. Like this year, it's a tiny silver spoon with a smiley face on it. One very memorable year, it was a plastic plate that looked like a very small piece of toast. And I put it with my kids' play kitchen because they had a play kitchen and it fit in beautifully, but I don't really know what most people would do with it. Um, I think 2019 or 2020, there was a small, yep, I have it right here. Sorry if my voice faded out. I stood up to, to grab it. There's this bear that's called the Not Scary Bear, and he's looks like he's about to plan in his Hobonichi Techo planner. And that was a fun one because, hey, I still have it. And I would like for more like this and less of a spoon or plastic plate that looks like a piece of toast. But I do kind of like the randomness of it all. <laughs> and you can order things other than the planners and the covers on the site as well. You can also order accessories like stickers or pencil boards which I often buy because I like to use them as rulers and as I'm dividing up the page. Some people like to use them to write over, but personally, I think it feels better to write without it. So your mileage may vary with that one. However, if all that said, you just don't feel like you want to order a package to ship all the way from Japan, because yes, there are going to be shipping costs, you can order from other places. JetPen sells Hobonichi planners. Even Amazon typically gets them, although usually later than the initial launch, and they're not going to get all the covers. And then there are lots of independent shops around the world that will stock them. So um, I think actually Hobonichi may have a list of those shops on their site. I haven't checked recently. I know that I got my five-year journal from a very small shop in Finland called Paperimuru. Paperimuru? I'm sure I'm saying that terribly, but very cute little shop. I still follow them on Instagram. and. I will say that I've been very impressed at the international shipping not taking that long, especially from the Hobonichi site itself. I usually order around the 1st of September or as late as the 3rd of September if there's a cover that I want that's not released until the 3rd. And honestly, most years I get my package by like the 10th or 12th. So it's not instant, certainly not 48 hours, but it's not weeks and weeks of waiting either. 
and it comes in a beautiful box. So again, you can get it other places. Jet pens is certainly a very convenient option. But if you are curious, I highly suggest giving the regular Hobonichi store a try because it's really, really fun. Okay, so finally, what am I going to get this year? I am not decided. So as I'm recording this, it's August 31st, and that means at 10 p.m. tonight, it will be the start of the sale uh, because it's based on, I think, 11 a.m. Japan time, which is usually 10 p.m. here. I always check on Google to make sure that there hasn't been like, I don't know, a change with daylight savings or something. Anyway, I think it's 10 tonight, but I'm not going to order tonight because I want covers that are either tomorrow or the next day. So I still have a little time to make up my mind. I think I might order more than I'm going to actually use. Shocker. Because then I have multiple books to play with. If I have one and it comes and I'm definitely sure I'm not going to use it, maybe I will do some sort of giveaway. Or maybe I'll just, you know, have a couple of options to switch through during the year. Because let's be fair, it's certainly a possibility that I may want to do that. So right now I'm thinking of ordering my very first English A6 because I've never seen one in person and I really want to see one. I am obsessed with the cover called Jardin or, you know, it's like the French for garden, Jardin. And that's by the artist Mina Perhonen. She always has a number of covers that are released. So it's like a, a mini brand collaboration with Hobonichi. And I actually have at least one or two of her covers from previous years, I think, that two of mine are actually Mina covers. So this would be my third one. I love that cover. And I think I'm going to, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the A6 size of that cover or the A5 size of that cover. So I'm I'm not sure. I'm also going to order an A5 cousin because I just feel the nostalgia of being pulled to try using that system again. The cover that I like for that is either the Jardin, if I don't get it in the A6, or there's one called the Liberty Erica, which is like a dark flower print that's beautiful. And then I think I'm also going to order a week's this year and use it specifically for a wellness and fitness planner because why not? And I love the golden yellow color they have of that. I think it's called sunshine. So that's my plan for the weeks. So yes, I am placing quite an elaborate order this year. My daughter is not getting a Hobonichi this year. She is uh, currently using some other systems and I don't want to overwhelm her with too many planner options. So uh, we still have her gorgeous Cookie Monster cover for future use if we need it. But for this year, it's just going to be me. But I am ordering three books, at least as it stands right now. I will try to do some sort of unboxing. I'm terrible with video but maybe I'll try to get my act together and at least throw one up on Instagram. Maybe it could be my first live. We will see. All right. So that's pretty much our episode all about Hobonichi, how to order pluses, minuses, covers, all other things. If you want to see my array of covers, just go to my Instagram, shoebox underscore plans. If you want to listen to other podcasts talk about Hobonichi, the podcast Stationery Cafe, they had an entire episode dedicated to the Hobonichi preview that had a great discussion in there. So I highly recommend checking that one out. And I will try when I do my post on Insta to tag some of my favorite Hobonichi-based accounts so you can get some inspiration through others that are currently posting using these beautiful layouts. All right, I think that about does it for this all Hobonichi episode. If you have questions related, please put them in the show notes or on Instagram. I'd love to hear them. And we will be back next week with more planning fun. Have a great week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. 
Sound Advice FM, Women's Voices Amplified.